On today's show, some automakers post big jumps in profits, while one of them doesn't look so good. Kia hedges its bets on China by investing in India. And we've got some important info on Cadillac's baby SUV. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Automakers are starting to report their earnings for the first quarter, and we've got some really good news to report, as well as some disappointing earnings. Let's start with Daimler, which put in a stellar performance. Sales was up a strong 10%, and revenues grew even faster. Now hold on to your chair. Daimler's EBIT, or earnings before interest and taxes, jumped 87% to 4 billion euros, and its net profit doubled to 2.8 billion euros. That is a staggeringly good performance. Most of the growth was driven by Mercedes-Benz, but Daimler's bus and van operations were also up strong, while sales and profits of heavy trucks did fall. Next up is Fiat Chrysler, which also posted good results. Sales were up only 1%, but revenue was up 4% to 27.7 billion euros. FCA's EBIT was up strong 11%, to 1.5 billion euros, and its net profit jumped 34% to 641 million euros. Most of the good news is coming out of Europe, where a recovering market is really helping Fiat. But Maserati posted a 569% improvement in its EBIT, and Alfa Romeo helped boost revenues. Alfa doesn't make any money yet, but FCA says it could be profitable by the end of the year. The one chink in the armor is that FCA's debt increased by more than half a billion euros. Sergio Marchion says he's going to eliminate that debt of 5 billion euros by the end of next year and blames the increase on seasonal variations. And now we come to Ford, which did not have a very good quarter. Sales fell 1%, but revenue was up nearly 4% to $39.1 billion thanks to a richer mix of vehicles, especially heavy-duty pickups, and Lincolns. But that Richard mix did not make its way to the bottom line. Ford's EBIT plunged 42% and its net profit plummeted 36% to $1.6 billion. Ford says it's investing heavily in new technology and mobility services, and this explains the big drop in profits. Other automakers will be reporting their earnings in the coming days, and we'll keep you up to speed on how the industry is performing. Still to come, we've got information on the production plans for Cadillac's baby SUV. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Borg Warner, Propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. To help fund its shift towards EVs and mobility services, Reuters reports that Volkswagen is considering, now just considering, selling Ducati. Audi acquired the motorcycle company in 2012 for about $935 million. Today it's estimated to be worth somewhere around $1.5 billion. You know, we wouldn't be surprised to hear that VW wants to sell off other assets as well. 
The cost of its diesel emission scandal has burned up $22 billion so far, and the analyst community has been expecting an asset sale for some time now. You know, we're here to warn anyone at any luxury automaker that works on compact crossovers, you've got some new competition coming to town real soon. Auto Forecast Solutions reports the all-new Cadillac XT4 will go into production in July of next year. It will be made on a variation of GM's Global Epsilon 2 platform, which also underpins the Cadillac XTS and Chevy Malibu, and it should be a little bit bigger than the Chevy Equinox. The XT4 will be built alongside the Malibu at GM's Fairfax plant and will eventually be made in China as well. It competes with the likes of the Lexus NX, Lincoln MKC, Audi Q3, and Mercedes GLA. You know, Cadillac has been woefully lagging in the SUV CUV department, but the XT4 will be the first of four to hit the lineup by 2020. China is retaliating against South Korea for agreeing to let the United States install an anti-missile system in the country. China is encouraging a boycott of Korean products, which is affecting sales of Hyundais and Kias. So now Kia is investing over a billion dollars in its very first assembly plant in India. Capacity will be 300,000 vehicles a year, starting with a small sedan and SUV. India is currently the fifth largest market in the world, but it's expected to move to number three by 2020. And coming up next, GM is helping unemployed people to get back into the workforce. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Last year, General Motors started a career re-entry program called Take-Two. It's all about training people who have been out of the workforce for a couple of years. The goal is to offer participants full-time jobs once they complete the program. And now GM is getting set to hire candidates for its fall 2017 session. It's looking to fill positions in marketing, engineering, IT, manufacturing, finance, and customer care. You can start sending in applications on May 1st, and the paid 12-week internship runs from mid-September through early December. The program started in the U.S., but it's now expanding to Canada as well. For more information or to send in an application, visit the website careers.gm.com. Hey, and don't forget to catch AutoLine After Hours this afternoon. Joining John and Gary is the artist Don Taco, who, among other things, has created bronze busts of automotive executives. So join us for some of the best insider talk in the business at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website, autoline.tv. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching and for making AutoLine Daily a part of your day.